Welcome to the Montgomery County High School Football Show with your hosts, Main Street Clarksville Sports Editor Brady McAtamney and Robertson County Connection Sports Reporter David Wilson. The Montgomery County High School Football Show is brought to you by the Bone and Joint Group of Clarksville. They are committed to serving the community by providing a superior standard of care to all of their patients. Rock and Roll Sushi of Clarksville. Stop by their Wilma Rudolph location today and grab one of their signature sushi rolls and listen to some classic rock hits. Sea Wraps of Clarksville. Whether you're in need of a new color change to your vehicle or would like a new wrap to advertise your business, Sea Wraps has the knowledge and expertise to get you back on the road in style. Daniel Stack at Farmers Insurance. If you're in the market for new auto, home, life, business, renters, or even pet insurance for your fur baby, Danielle can secure you with a personalized plan that fits all of your needs. And the Tennessee Highway Safety Office. Remember, fans don't let fans drive drunk. Now, you are Brady McAtamney and David Wilson. Welcome back to the Montgomery County Football Wrap-Up Show. My name is Brady McAtamney here to talk all things Montgomery County football with you. As always, my co-host, David Wilson. He is the sports reporter at the Robertson County Connection. David, how did Week 10 treat you? Uh, it was good. Um, a lot of entertaining games in the Robertson County area. I was at East Robertson White House Heritage, and you know that one's always a treat uh, when those two schools get, th- get together. So it was fun. Uh, how about you up in Montgomery County? Boy, we had an absolute blast of a game up there in Montgomery County. Had me thinking maybe uh, Rossview was playing spoiler a little bit. I even had the uh, headlines started turning in my head, maybe a lead, but ended up throwing it out. Of course, we're going to talk about that game here shortly. But overall, I would say a a pretty good week of football in Montgomery County. And we're going to talk all about it. Yeah, I noticed we're not talking any Packers or Lions after uh, Sunday's performance on the gridiron. We're going to move on past those maybe next week. But uh, why don't we get along with some uh, Montgomery County football? And uh, I think I know where we're starting. Yeah, we're going to start off with the Clarksville Wildcats, who remained undefeated on the year. They picked up a 28-7 win over Rossview this past week. Our Clarksville High School football segment is brought to you by the Bone and Joint Group of Clarksville. The Bone and Joint Group is committed to serving their community by providing a superior standard of care to all of their patients. So give them a call today at 931-905-1001. How big of a win was this, Brady, for this uh, Wildcats group over Rossview? Yeah, so uh, excluding playoff games, this is about as big of a win as it gets for Clarksville High. I mean, so much was on the line here. I mean, so much. I mean, you take away playoff implications and everything, this is still the Clarksville High versus Rossview rivalry. And while these two teams, especially this year, have a a lot of respect for each other, and that's because they're both really good football teams this year, um, it's still Rossview versus Clarksville. And winners of this game, I mean, they get the Warfield Shield, baby. I mean, that, to me, is one of the coolest trophies in Tennessee. I mean, it's a whole shield with their logos on it and everything. I mean, that's a lot cooler than just a piece of metal, you know? Uh, that's a Rob Manfred reference, if, uh, if anybody gets that as well. Um, but huge game. I mean, that's a six-peat for Clarksville High. They take a lot of pride in being able to just whoop Rossi's butts. Uh, and that's now six times in a row that they've done that. Well, some of those were a lot closer, especially in 2021 when they won by a 50-ish yard field goal. So that one was much closer. Last year, not so much. This year was very close, um, but ended up, of course, falling into the hands of Clarksville High. 7-7 at halftime. Clarksville High then goes on to score three touchdowns in the second half, uh, including a passing touchdown from James Dalrymple, who had a huge game. 
as usual. Uh, he was uh, he took kind of a jet sweep pitch, uh, pulled up to pass instead of taking the uh, run game, which is something that you have to re- uh, respect when it comes to James Dalrymple. I mean, he's been just having an incredible season. Threw up to pass, hit Ben Moore for a touchdown. That's the third time this season that that particular play has worked. So the Dalrymple-Moore connection uh, has been a, a true one so far this season. Um, but getting into some of the more implications of this game, this was the region championship, man. Uh, Clarksville High hadn't won the region since 2007. Rossview, I, I'm not exactly sure when the last time they won it, but it's been a little while for them as well. Of course, they're both going to be hosting playoff games, but being that number one seed is huge in case you do get that week one win in the postseason because you get to host the next one as well. So you get uh, two more home games at least as far as you can win, uh, as, as long as you can win, I should say. And then, of course, this keeps Clarksville High's undefeated season alive. And personally, I mean, not to do a spoiler for the uh, upcoming uh, picks segment that we're going to do, but they play Northeast on, on Friday, and Northeast is uh, one and eight with their only win coming against Northwest against something we're going to talk about later. So Clarksville High looking pretty good to get their first 10 and 0 season uh, since 1945. Of course, that's something we've talked about really the last couple weeks this year, and Rossi was really probably the biggest hurdle for that. So they got over that. They got that undefeated within their sights and they're going to be able to get ready for the postseason here real soon. Yeah, Brady, over the last couple of weeks, we've been talking about Kirkwood and how they've been on a recent slide, and they really needed a win to bounce back, and they got it this past week against Kenwood in a 29-20 final. Our Kirkwood High School football segment is brought to you by C-Raps of Clarksville. Whether you need of a new color change to your vehicle or like a new wrap to advertise your business, C-Raps has the knowledge and expertise to get you back on the road in style. So give them a call today at 931-551-5255 for a free estimate. Obviously, this was one that Kirkwood really needed, Brady. Um, how were they able to get it done and keep their season alive? Yeah, like you said, they needed this game. I mean, with a loss against Kenwood, that ended their season. I mean, not literally because they still got to play one more but that would have dashed their postseason hopes. And uh, as we've talked about this year, I mean, that's really the one goal that they've had this year is to get into the playoffs, something that most first-year teams are unable to accomplish. Um, And after going on a four-game losing streak, uh, after winning their first four games, it was looking not great with three of those losses being against region foes. So getting this win against Kenwood is huge because it sends them into week 11, basically into an early playoff game where if they win, they're in. If they lose, they're out. Exactly like a playoff game coming up here. So that's going to be a, uh, I mean, this one basically was a playoff game as well, just without the uh, being able to get in with the win. Uh, But they set themselves up for that. So, I mean, they've basically been playing the playoffs last week, coming up this week. And if they get in, of course, moving on after that. So huge win for Ken, uh, Kirkwood, rather. Uh, they got it done by uh, kind of going to a new name. Of course, we've uh, heard about Perry Cross Snead all year. Um, he's been really one of the best players on that team, running the ball. He's been a really good linebacker. But this week, they fed sophomore Josiah Claybrooks 33 carries, going for 265 yards and three touchdowns. Again, this is only a sophomore, and he had a huge game to help Kirkwood beat Kenwood. Of course, Lee Bugs had a solid game as well. 69 yards pass, uh, rushing, 76 yards passing. So he got over 100 all-purpose yards as well. But Josiah Claybooks really was 
the uh, the big surprise name here, having just a huge game, going for nearly 300 yards and three touchdowns. So huge win for Kirkwood, and that keeps them alive. From one team who really picked up a win to a team that's still looking for his first win as we head into the last week of the year, Montgomery Central lost station camp by a final four of 44 to seven. Our Montgomery Central High School football segment is brought to you by Danielle Stack at Farmers Insurance. If you're in the market for new auto, home, life, business, or insurance or pet insurance for your fur baby, Danielle can secure you with a personalized plan that fits all your needs. So give her a call today at 931-553-1493. Brady, what kept Montgomery Central from keeping this game close with station camp? Yeah, David, I'm going to read you a couple stats that individually would keep it hard or would make it hard to keep within the game. But when they're all together, it, it explains why Station Camp was able to pull away with such a big win here. So Station Camp carried the ball <clears throat> 52 times for 239 yards. So you're doing a little math. That's about four and a half yards per carry. And uh, that's just kind of the uh, four yards and a, three yards, four yards and a cloud of dust, man. Uh, that's classic football, that Station Camp was playing there to make sure that they held onto the ball at all times, four rushing touchdowns, as well as two passing touchdowns. So they were able to move the ball really at will on offense and keep the ball out of Montgomery Central's hands. Uh, but when you take into account that they also got five sacks and two interceptions, that just made it hard for Montgomery Central to move the ball when they did have it. So Station Camp really playing their brand of football. I said last week on the show, that station camp, when you look at their record, uh, you don't really see much. They were three and five going into this game, now four and five after the win against Montgomery Central. And uh, you kind of see it with this Montgomery Central game. They're a deceptively good football team. And unfortunately, I'm not too surprised that they were able to beat Montgomery Central so handily. Of course, Montgomery Central now uh, has one game left to potentially avoid that uh, winless season. Uh, we're going to talk about that a little bit later, but unfortunately, Montgomery Central uh, was beaten up pretty good in this game, uh, and it's just been kind of that season for them, as we've kind of documented. We talked about the Clarksville and Rossview game earlier. Obviously, Clarksville's uh, pulling out the win 28-7. to Let's flip to the opposite sidelines, and let's talk about Rossview. Our Rossview High School football segment is brought to you by Rock and Roll Sushi of Clarksville. Stop by the Wilmer Rudolph location today and grab one of their signature sushi rolls and listen to some classic rock hits. What went, for, went wrong for Rossview in this game um, versus Clarksville? Yeah, so there are really a couple different things that uh, that Todd Hood pointed out when uh, I was talking to him after this game. Uh, one of the big things was that they did not do a good job of, of flipping the field. So they're usually a pretty good team when it comes to special teams, you know, nailing their field goals. They didn't have any field goal attempts, uh, kicking it deep and forcing teams into touchbacks after they score. Of course, they only had two kickoffs, one to start the second half and one after their first half touchdown. So they didn't really get an opportunity to do that. And their punter, Johnny Caballero, usually pretty good at flipping the field. But in this game, he only had 31 yards per punt. So you, you know, kind of think about that uh, in the fact that they didn't have any first downs in the third quarter. They went from the from really kind of the early mid second quarter to early mid fourth quarter without getting a first down. Um, so you consider that they're not punting the ball very deep. It gives Clarksville a lot of fields where they're starting, you know, between the 50 and the 30 um, on either side, because they did have some, at, at least one possession where they started uh, in Rossview territory. So when Rossview struggles to flip the field like that, they struggle to move the ball like that. It's going to give Clarksville High some opportunities 
to move the ball, to have those short fields, and to extend their lead. And that is exactly what happened. Uh, you look at their offense, too. Jeff Tomlinson, head coach of Dixon County, uh, said with Rossview that their offense is one of their best defensive players because it keeps the ball out of your hands. And that is what they did in the first half. Uh, they had a, a very, very long drive in the first half that uh, took up most of the first quarter. I mean, they only had, I believe, two possessions in the first quarter. Uh, they weren't able to score on it, but they were able to keep the ball out of Clarksville's hands, keep Clarksville's offense from getting into a rhythm, which is something that they have done all year to be able to beat up on teams. Uh, you, so you take that into account. Uh, DJ Young, their excellent running back, only had 4.4 yards per carry, which, you know, we kind of just talked about that with Station Camp uh, being kind of their, their strength. Uh, but the problem was that Rossview wasn't able to throw the ball very well, where Station Camp had two passing touchdowns against Montgomery Central. So you take into account that you kind of know that they're going to run um, versus the fact where uh, you can kind of stuff that run, uh, uh, especially against a really good running back. They kind of had to break out some trick plays. The one that they did have was a, a reverse pitch from Young to JT Sims, and that broke off, I believe, about 69, 70 yards. So that was their huge play, and then DJ Young was able to score right after that. But after they kind of broke out that trickery, uh, the offense just really dried up and things just did not go well for Rossi from there. Um, and then, you know, I kind of talked about that offense when, uh, or rather that Clarksville offense. When, when your offense is unable to move the ball uh, and they're always punting it away, uh, giving Clarksville opportunities, uh, their offense is going to, to run you down. And Todd Hood said exactly that. They've got such a big offensive line. They've got some really physical runners, guys like Amari Galbraith and Peyton Langen. Uh, they really wore down Rossview's defense. And they have a lot of two-way players on that defense. So those guys were just getting tired. And you could kind of see it because Clarksville's players kind of started to run past them, kind of started to break an extra tackle and uh, get the ball a couple extra yards. Um, so that's just kind of all of those things together were kind of just the perfect mixture to really allow Clarksville High to run away from Ross U there at the end. I know that's kind of a lot, but the big things, of course, being uh, unable to move the ball on offense, tiring out, and unable to flip field position. Those are really overall the biggest things that I would say. I know that was kind of long-winded, but that's just kind of uh, kind of how it went. You know, a lot of things mixing together to end up with one result. An in-depth breakdown from Brady right there. We'll take our first commercial break here in the Montgomery County Football Show. Coming up, we'll talk about Clarksville Academy in Kenwood right after this. When it comes to insurance, you want a name you can trust. Wendy Danielle Stack is here to help. With over seven years of experience, Danielle and her team are here to assist you in finding the right coverage for all of your needs. From auto and home to life and business insurance, we have customized options for everyone. We'll work with you to create a personalized plan that protects everything in your life that matters most. Call today and see for yourself why Danielle Stack is the go-to insurance agent in Clarksville. Meet Dr. Casey Sigerson of the Bone and Joint Group, Clarksville's only hand and wrist specialist. He's passionate about getting his patients back to living their life after suffering from an injury or degenerative condition. Dr. Sigerson treats all orthopedic conditions from injury to recovery and is dedicated to getting his patients moving again. Whether you need joint arthroscopy, joint replacement, fracture care, or help with a hand or wrist problem, Dr. Sigerson is here to help. Schedule your appointment today at boneandjointgroup.com. Here at Rock and Roll Sushi, we're proud to be the original American-style sushi restaurant founded on great food and rock and roll music. Boasting concepts and flavors that are big, bold, and loud. We're the only place to experience the rock you love 
and the rolls you love with the ones you love. Come see for yourself why we're the best sushi experience in town. Find us at 108 Morris Road in Clarksville or visit our website at rockandrollsushi.com. If you're looking for a color change, look no further than C Wraps. We're Clarksville's premier vinyl wrap provider, delivering high quality work and exceptional customer service. We offer a wide range of services, including color change wraps, ceramic coating, paint protection film, and wraps for commercial vehicles. Whether you need a color change on a luxury car or commercial wraps for your business fleet, we have the expertise to handle any project. Contact us today to schedule a free consultation. He shoots, and he scores! Welcome back to the Montgomery County Football Show. I'm David Wilson, sports reporter for the Robertson County Connection, joined by your guy, sports editor for Main Street, Clarksville, Brady McIntyre. Brady, let's move on and let's talk Clarksville Academy. It was a loss for those guys. And Stedman Bell lost to Nashville Christian by a final score of 56-12. Despite that, who had some good games for um, Bell's group? Yeah, well, first of all, I mean, this is uh, kind of a homecoming game for Stedman Bell. I know they hosted it, but he was going against Nashville Christian. Of course, the school that he coached at before Clarksville Academy, him and Rex Brothers are very tight. Uh, I know he has forever an appreciation for Nashville Christian. So I know it probably stunk for him to lose like that to his uh, his former guys. Um, but there were some good games looking in, in, into these stats. Uh, you look at Ethan Bones as a guy we talked about a little bit the last couple of weeks. He recently kind of took over that starting quarterback job from Chris Reagans, who was more of an athlete. Um and they're kind of using him more of it like an athlete. He had five catches for 73 yards and a kick return touchdown. So you like to see that. You know, if you can go a kick return touchdown against a team like Nashville Christian, that means you're a pretty good athlete. Uh, Ethan Bones had 144 yards passing. So not a bad performance overall, especially for a sophomore with uh, really only one other starting game behind his belt, by the way. Uh, and Dante Ogburn, five carries, which is not a lot but 68 yards rushing on those carries. So he was he's a guy who is able to also uh, kind of break into that second level and, and run past some guys. So you combine those three guys, Ethan Bones, Dante Ogburn, Chris Reagans, who are all sophomores or younger, you can kind of start to see the pieces falling into place for this Clarksville Academy team under Stepman Bell. And uh, it's something that is pretty exciting, if, if you ask me, uh, seeing able being able to, to see a future where Clarksville Academy has – some athletes again, because that's kind of how they have been for the last couple of years is, is getting those athletes together and getting those pieces to fit together. Uh, so it is pretty exciting stuff for Clarksville Academy, even though they are having uh, kind of a less than ideal first season under Stedman Bell. Uh, I can tell that the patience is there. And I do think that the vision is going to find its way together and potentially give Clarksville Academy a pretty bright future. We mentioned the Kirkwood and Kenwood final um, earlier in the show. The Cobras pulling out the 29-20 to 20 win. Let's go to the Kenwood perspective, Brady. Um, what does this loss mean for the Knights? Yeah, so unfortunately this loss does mean elimination for Kenwood. Uh, this was a team that I did have as kind of a dark horse to potentially snag that fourth seed in Region 7-3A because they did start to go on a little bit of a run beating up on 
Northeast and Northwest, and beating them pretty good. Uh, but unfortunately, this loss does mean that Kenwood is eliminated. I did pick them to win this game, so Kirkwood proved me wrong. I, I do got to give a shout out to them for that um, in making <laughs> in making me look like kind of a fool, even though I still have a pretty good record overall in my picks. But like I said, Kenwood uh, is eliminated after this upcoming week. They're going to be playing Rossview. Uh, so they're going to want to send their their seniors out on a high note here. Uh, guys like Freddie Ellis, who have been very good for that program. But they do have, kind of similar to Clarksville Academy, a lot of young guys who I do think have a chance to really contribute down the line. Of course, Jacoby Cox, Cameron Dowell, uh, Devon Martin, all pretty good athletes, guys who play multiple sports. And uh, I am looking forward to seeing what Ken Wood can't do down the line. It was a battle between two winless programs in between Northwest and Northeast. Somebody had to come out with the victory, and it was Northeast pulling it out by a final of 30-24. to 24. Does this score surprise you at all between these two teams? So not really. Um, it is maybe higher scoring than I would have expected. 30-24, uh, to 24, I mean, that's a lot of points uh, for two teams that have struggled to score a little bit this year. Um, but but Northeast really had um, a great game on the ground between two seniors as well. So you really love to see that if you're in Northeast. Uh, Shamarian Hudson had eight rushes for 161 yards and a touchdown. Tristan Doss, 12 carries, 101 yards and two touchdowns. So a couple of seniors kind of getting to go out with their swan song there, helping their team get this win in what has been a very frustrating season. Of course, Northwest, um, a little bit of a younger team. They do have some seniors who have contributed big time. A couple guys who are kind of getting those lower NCAA offers, which, by the way, is something Ray Pena has done a very good job at, is getting his his players into colleges. He, even though they're not having, uh, rather the team is not having the strongest season, you can tell he's well-connected, and that's a guy that I personally would want to play for because he has those connections. Uh, but that's a bit of a tangent. Um, overall, not too surprised by the score of the battle of these two winless teams. Very happy for Northeast and getting that win. And to Northwest, I say keep your head up. Uh, you got a whole offseason coming up to work and to make sure that you guys get at least a couple wins next season. So overall, good stuff here. Final team on the slate, West Creek lost to Dixon County by a final of 26-6. to Now This was a game that you had um, West Creek winning um, and earning a playoff berth. Uh, what happened, Brady? Yeah, so I kind of talked about, you know, station camp, Rossview, how they like to hold on to the ball, how they like to make sure you're not touching the ball very much. And that is exactly what Dixon County did in this game. Uh, in the first half, uh, West Creek had just six minutes of possession. And when Dixon County did have the ball, they were struggling to stop them. <clears throat> Excuse me. Uh, Dixon County took a 24-0 lead into the second half. And for a West Creek offense that, when it comes to playing some of these better teams, struggles to score a little bit, unfortunately, that's just not going to do it. That's going to make it very, very hard for these guys to come back. Because while they do have some players like Jay Sean Owsley, like DJ McCoy, and like Daniel Honeycutt, who can make big plays, uh, it's, it's going to be hard for them to do it four times when you're trailing by that much. At least three, but with getting those two-point conversions. Uh, but really four times if you're going to take the lead and have your defense stop them. And West Street does have a pretty good defense, uh, but when you're tasked within, uh, with a challenge like that where you got to stop them every single possession, uh, that's just hard to do for, for a team who is uh, a, a young one as well. Of course, you do have some pretty talented seniors there, but you've got a pretty young core within uh, the team. So 
unfortunately that was kind of the thing that went wrong for West Creek is that first half just kind of doomed them. They got a touchdown from Daniel Honeycutt in the fourth quarter, but of course that was just not going to be uh, even close to enough. We will take our final commercial break here on the Montgomery County football show. Coming up, Brady will give his Player of the Week award for Week 10, and then he will preview the Week 11 matchups and give his Game of the Week right after this. If you're looking for a color change, look no further than C-Raps. We're Clarksville's premier vinyl wrap provider, delivering high-quality work and exceptional customer service. We offer a wide range of services, including color change wraps, ceramic coating, paint protection film, and wraps for commercial vehicles. Whether you need a color change on a luxury car or commercial wraps for your business fleet, we have the expertise to handle any project. Contact us today to schedule a free consultation. Here at Rock and Roll Sushi, we're proud to be the original American-style sushi restaurant founded on great food and rock and roll music. Boasting concepts and flavors that are big, bold, and loud. We're the only place to experience the rock you love and the rolls you love with the ones you love. Come see for yourself why we're the best sushi experience in town. Find us at 108 Morris Road in Clarksville or visit our website at rockandrollsushi.com. Meet Dr. Casey Sigerson of the Bone and Joint Group, Clarksville's only hand and wrist specialist. He's passionate about getting his patients back to living their life after suffering from an injury or degenerative condition. Dr. Sigerson treats all orthopedic conditions from injury to recovery and is dedicated to getting his patients moving again. Whether you need joint arthroscopy, joint replacement, fracture care, or help with a hand or wrist problem, Dr. Sigerson is here to help. Schedule your appointment today at boneandjointgroup.com. When it comes to insurance, you want a name you can trust. Wendy Danielle Stack is here to help. With over seven years of experience, Danielle and her team are here to assist you in finding the right coverage for all of your needs. From auto and home to life and business insurance, we have customized options for everyone. We'll work with you to create a personalized plan that protects everything in your life that matters most. Call today and see for yourself why Danielle Stack is the go-to insurance agent in Clarksville. Watch it! Did that guy even see that girl on her bike? Just like looking for other cars before switching lanes, drivers should keep their eyes out for those traveling on bikes. When a crash occurs between a vehicle and a bike, it's the cyclist who is most likely to be injured. Give cyclists room and do not pass too closely. Riders have the same rights and responsibilities as those behind the wheel. Be aware, be alert. Brought to you by THSO, the Tennessee Highway Safety Office. Welcome back to the Montgomery County Football Show. I'm David Wilson, sports reporter for the Robertson County Connection, joined by your man, Brady McAtamy, sports editor for Main Street Clarksville. Brady, before we hop into week 11, the final week of the regular season, let's do our Player of the Week award for week 10, and then we'll hop right in. Absolutely. So you heard me talking earlier in the show about Kirkwood and their big win over uh, Kenwood, if you remember, there was really one player who had a huge game in that one, and that was Josiah Claybrooks, the sophomore for the Cobras. He took 33 carries for 265 yards and three touchdowns in the game, helping Kirkwood stay alive. He is going to be my player of the game. The first time that the sophomore this year has earned that award, so congratulations to Josiah. You had a huge game, and you are the Montgomery County Player of the Week this week for the Cobras. Moving on to week 11, which 
is just crazy to say. I mean, I know we've been saying that all week. And you know, week seven, oh, it's crazy. But week 11, man, or week, uh, yeah, week 11, I mean, just crazy. Um, but uh, I will save, as always, my uh, week game of the week for last. So stay tuned for that. But we're going to start with Northeast and Clarksville. Um, spoiler alert, not my game of the week because Clarksville High is going to win this game by quite a lot and seal their undefeated season heading into the postseason. So I got a big congratulations headed your way, Wildcats. First undefeated season since 1945. Greenbrier and Montgomery Central, uh, kind of looking on the opposite end of the spectrum here as Montgomery Central looks to avoid a winless season here. Uh, the Indians facing a Greenbrier team that has scuffled this season as well. So maybe it's possible that uh, they catch the Bobcats maybe lacking a little bit, maybe not taking them as seriously with it being the last game. Uh, I don't necessarily see it happening, though. I do think Greenbrier and their pretty tough defense uh, is able to keep Montgomery Central in check. Uh, they have struggled to score this season, but they also have a pretty good defense under John Elmore, as usual. Rossview and Kenwood, uh, kind of a similar deal here. Uh, Kenwood is eliminated. Rossview has a, uh, a the two seed locked up, so really no stakes in this game. Um, Rossview probably plays their starters for a half maybe pulls them for the second half. Maybe they play for the whole game to keep them ready to go. Uh, either way, I think Rossview defeats Kenwood here. Northwest and Dixon County. Um, Dixon County, I don't think, can drop below the three seed. Northwest, of course, has been eliminated for a couple weeks now, uh, looking to avoid that winless season. I think Jeff Tomlinson's going to have Dixon County's guys ready to go and uh, probably send Northwest packing with the uh, on unwon season, as you might say, the winless season. And then Clarksville Academy versus Mount Juliet Christian Academy. I actually have Clarksville Academy winning this game. Mount Juliet Christian Academy has three wins, but a couple of them are against programs that, as I said in my Pick'em column, hardly exist. One of them being Republic, who Clarksville Academy fans will remember as a team that they dropped, I believe, 70 points on around that. So, uh, yeah, um, I think Clarksville Academy gets the win here. Ends Stedman Bell's inaugural season on a high note, and uh, I personally would love to see that because Coach Bell and these guys have been working hard all season. And my game of the week, the game you'll be able to catch me at, Kirkwood and West Creek. Of course, this, like I said earlier, this is a playoff game, basically, because whoever wins this gets that number four seed in the playoffs. Uh, this would be West Creek's first time clinching the playoffs since 2011. And, of course, Kirkwood clinching the playoffs in their first week would be uh, a monumental task. And uh, they, that would also get them the over 500 season, which no first-year program has done in Tennessee. So Kirkwood playing for a lot here. West Creek playing for a lot here. I personally can't wait to see how it turns out. And I do have West Creek getting the win and getting into the playoffs. And that's going to wrap it up for our Week 11 Montgomery County football show. Of course, wrapping up all things Week 10, talking about all things Week 11. We'll talk to you again next week as we get ready for the playoffs. And until then, we'll see you on the fields. You've been watching the Montgomery County High School football show with Main Street Clarksville sports editor Brady McAtamney and Robertson County Connection sports reporter David Wilson. Read this week's Main Street Clarksville for all the latest news about Montgomery County High School sports. The Montgomery County High School Football Show has been brought to you by the Bone and Joint Group of Clarksville, Rock and Roll Sushi of Clarksville, Sea Wraps of Clarksville, Danielle Stack at Farmers Insurance, and the Tennessee Highway Safety Office. Join us again next week to get all of the latest news about Montgomery County High School football.